1: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
2: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
0: Moonpig.com How do you guys think that like living apart will go
1: after this? I don't like it. Anyone that I'm talking to doesn't like it. It's just like, it feels like it's like a regression, like we're going backwards, you know? So are you guys gonna actively look for a place? That's a great question. Is it, am I supposed to just do that all alone? I mean, no, but
0: I did ask you to like, go ahead and start trying to rent out your place because your it's gonna take so long and you won't, so. It's
1: just been a lot lately. i trying to figure this out, okay? <laughs> I will.
0: You're telling me it's gonna take a long time. Start it.
1: So what? Do you, I mean, do you expect it in like a month? I can get that done. In mm,
0: four, yeah. In four? You That's
1: think what you so? got
0: until my least up. So.
1: Our moving situation, living situation has been an issue of ours from the beginning. But I'm not one to give ultimatums. Like I'm not that kind of person, especially with someone that I love or like I want to be with. And the fact that she did that is a very concerning thing. <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, Married at First Sight Edition. Unfortunately for all of us, this episode was a little bit of a flop <laughs> and therefore I really don't have a whole lot to talk about. Sorry guys. So it's nine days left before decision day. The couples are going on a retreat to Hilton Head, South Carolina. You guys very cute house and i would be pissed if i were on the other seasons because i don't remember them having such cute accommodations i'd be pissed (laughs) like last last season they had to stay in these like little huddle houses I, i don't know but yeah gorgeous little house um ryan and clara ryan and clara are not there on the first day because clara had a flight to work on so it's just the rest of the three couples. Um, before I get started, maybe I should talk about this interview that Pastor Cal did regarding uh, Patty Melt, Patty Melt. Um, so we all know that Patty Melt went out with a flop As he is wont to do. And he was just being generally horrible towards Paige and saying, you know, basically she was ugly. And how dare you guys hook me up with somebody who I wasn't attracted to. So Pastor Kyle came out with a, you know, a a Christ-like clapback, if you will. And he said, and I guess maybe this is on the pre-show that they do. I don't watch it, you guys. I don't watch it. Should I be? I really never have been interested in it, but he said, and I think it was Haley and maybe Brianna. One of the other women agreed that they ask you during the matchmaking process over and over and over about who you're attracted to, what you can, you know, like what are your deal breakers? How important is physical attraction to, um, you know in terms of your partner and also he revealed that they have to give pictures of their old their exes so they can get like an idea of what their type is and pat cal said page was right in line with the exes that they saw so yeah I mean, we all knew he was a liar and we didn't really need any confirmation of that. Like he truly is like a caged animal when he feels like he's trapped in one of his many lies that he just like acts out and slashes people. Um, But, you know, it just felt nice to hear more about the process and just more about how awful he is. I mean, it didn't feel great, but it felt great, if you know what I mean. Anyway, let's talk about the episode. Starting off with Haley and Jacob, they're packing at the apartment and Haley hands a bracelet back to Jacob. Her mom overnighted it. She's like, you know, he was so rude about it. So I just wanted to put it in his hands. Remember, he took my Alabama hat or and Clemson or whatever hat my Alabama hat and um, put it on my dresser. So I'm putting it in his hands because he couldn't do that to me. She says, you know, if you're going to buy a gift, you should accept whatever out whatever the outcome is, and, you know, I wouldn't have worn it anyway. <laughs> now, I, it's so tough to deal with them because they're both wrong, and they're both right, in a way. Sure. Once you put a gift out there, you can't really feel some type of way about what they do with it, but... This is your husband, you know, legally anyway, and to have it, like, at your mom's house and to just say, like, you should just accept that it's there, like, no, I don't, I don't agree with that. I I don't agree with that. Even if you think it's ugly, I think he's right. Just have it because that was a gift from your husband on your wedding day. And even if it never comes out of that box, you should have it. Your mama should not have your bracelet, okay? Okay. Um, so Jacob says, you know, they decided to drive separately because there's just, you know, a little bit of tension. I mean, what is a little bit to him? What's the gauge? (laughs) You have a high tolerance for tension, Jacob. You really, really do. Um, so Eric and Virginia, they're in a car on the way and Eric asks, you know, how do you think the trip is going to go? Do you think there's going to be any drama? And Virginia's like, I think we're going to kill each other. And then in a confessional, Virginia says, you know, it's basically like two steps forward, two steps back with us. So I'm just starting to think that we're, there's going to be a breaking point. And then Eric says, you know, if we start fighting, it's not going to be because of me. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) You know, I just won't allow it. You know, you're the one that would get annoyed with me. And Virginia says, you've already gotten mad at me like five times a day. (laughs) And then he says, you know, I don't like it when you get get on to me in front of the cameras. You do it a lot. And I don't do that to you. Sir, if you're that concerned about the way you're being perceived, that sounds like a you problem. You know, the fact that he feels like there, you're on a show. There is no protection that needs to be happening. This show is a warts and all situation and you have to accept it. So if you're a dickhead that show is going to be the mirror that holds up to your dickhead, you know, and your dickheadedness. I don't like this man. Ugh, I don't like him. Moving on to Brianna and Vincent. Brianna says, you know, every time I get on the road, uh, I have to use the bathroom a lot. So I'm planning on, you know, making maybe four bathroom trips. It's a five hour drive. Girl, what is going on? <laughs> I'm with Vincent. He told her to get a bottle and she's like, I can't aim. Well, you better learn. Put a diaper on, girl. You Four times in five hours? No. Absolutely not. So, then Jacob gets to, ha- to the house before anybody else and he makes himself some eggs. And by some eggs, I mean eight. <laughs> Even if... Ugh, shut up. I, I cannot stand this man. So, Haley walks in next and she notices, you know, he's sitting down at the table eating his, you know, baker's dozen of eggs. I know a baker's dozen is 13, you guys, but, you know, a comedic flair. Um, she walks in. She's like, what's going on? He's like, well, you know, like, I didn't know when everybody was going to get there. So I just decided to make myself some, you know, passive aggressive eggs. Right. Um, so apparently the couples that are all decided like they're going to pick a meal and cook for everybody. Haley, they were Haley and Jacob were supposed to cook that night when everybody got there and he was like oh I, you know I thought we were supposed to cook tomorrow and so then Jacob goes into this like pity party for himself and he's like you know I got here on time and I've been here for 45 minutes and I feel like a fool and it, what so you need to eat eight eggs to make yourself feel better even if you knew Like, how hungry are you, dude? (laughs) Like, of course, you knew at some point you guys were gonna eat dinner. And I know he's on that, like, caveman diet or whatever, but eight fried eggs? Ew. Ew. Um,. So then Egg Breath starts getting like even more passive aggressive. And he's like, you know, I talk, texted in, texted you and called you and you never wrote me back. She's like, I absolutely did. And he's like, well, not my last text message when I asked you what your ETA was. And she's like, well, that's because I was downstairs. So I just didn't feel like texting you back. Um, everybody else arrives. Tension is, you know, thick. Thick as thick as the clogged arteries from all that steak and eggs that he's eating. Of course, Haley's cooking by herself. Jacob is in his room unpacking. Haley says, I didn't expect him to cook with me anyway. I did not expect him to help, but I just feel very alone. And I feel like I've been making the effort to initiate conversation and I'm tired of doing that. So then everybody sits down for dinner. The dinner from hell. (laughs) Truly. Beverly Hills, watch your back. This was the dinner party from hell 2.0. Um, Virginia starts off by asking everybody, you know, what do you guys think you've learned from this process? And Brianna says, I've learned patience and understanding. And then Brianna asked Jacob what he's learned. And he's like, you know, I'm not sure. I honestly didn't know what he was trying to say because he's talking about like, I don't know what I've learned in a holistic sense, but and then Haley rolls her eyes. <laughs> like it seems like very clear that he's trying to like tap dance a bit around the issue and also be a dick at the same time and Brianna's like, "Well, have you learned anything about yourself?" and he says something about patience and pressure and Haley tries to correct him and Jacob says, "Well, if you want to tell me what I've learned, then go ahead." <laughs> And Haley's like, that's not what I'm trying to do. But you're just so focused on like the outside stuff. And I'm trying to get you down the track of what you've learned for yourself. And, you know, like we're going through some pretty intense stuff right now in the process. And Jacob says, you know, well, we weren't really going through much. (laughs) And Haley says, you know, okay, well, what I've learned is a lot of personal growth. And I've learned about communication and about myself and emotions. <laughs> and then Jacob says, well, this has been like one long, bad first date for me. You know, we haven't really connected. Everybody's trying to eat their meal at this point. <laughs> Haley's like, yeah, it's been a one long, bad date for me. But, you know, I'm just confused about how you haven't learned anything about yourself in this process. And we've had like a pretty intense two months and Jacob's like you know I'm just used to having a connection and Haley's like so am I you know and then Jacob lobs it back and says well we didn't have a connection so (laughs) cut to Brianna in a confessional she's like you know everybody's learned something about themselves apparently except for Jake that's what he said that's what he meant And then she starts laughing. (laughs) So Brianna at the table says, you know, I think he has learned something, whether he knows it or not, but he just shut down. So he doesn't want to say anything positive when it comes to their relationship. I think she is completely correct. He doesn't want to give anything. He's completely stubborn. And he just like won't give an inch. He will not be vulnerable. He will not say like, what would it have mattered If you had just said, I had learned something positive at all. Like he specifically said that because he's hurt probably about the bracelet, probably about the fact that he was there earlier or he was there on time and everybody was late. And I just, mm, (laughs) I just want to say like, I don't want to put it out there, but a lot of you guys have been asking me the same question about how Jacob socializes And I think a lot of us might have these same questions. I don't know if I agree with that. I just think he is like emotionally stunted and socially stunted. I I just, ugh, he would just be a nightmare of a person to be with. So then Haley says, you know, this whole thing has been a lot harder than I thought it would be. It's probably been like 95% challenging. And Jacob's like, well, I would say it was probably like 97% challenging, except for the first three days. And Haley says, okay, well, you weren't on my end of the first three days. And Jacob says, well, I wasn't fake. So, (laughs) and Haley says, well, I wasn't fake. I told you that I was trying and it wasn't working for me. Jacob says something about it being too heavy and, and Haley's like, oh, oh, is it too heavy? <laughs> Virginia, who's sitting next to Haley's like, she puts her hand on her arm. She's like, okay, let's not mimic him. Let's not mock him. And Jacob says, yeah, well, she's really mature. <laughs> the way I would have just like put my head in the oven, <laughs> you know? Let me, let me get another helping of pasta or whatever the hell she made. Like, I I need a carbo load for all this tension. I, ugh, mom and dad, please, <laughs> please leave us alone. Fortunately, Virginia changes the subject after Eric's face, who is beat red. He's like, "Ooh, this is awkward. <laughs> so Virginia says, you know, I just feel like I've never really understood the idea of like, you can love somebody but not like them and waking up every day in a marriage is like a commitment even on the hard days and that's what I've learned. It's not not exactly encouraging Virginia but uh, you know I don't blame you for saying that. You weren't wrong. So then Eric says, "You know, I've had to be so patient with this one." and points to Virginia and she laughs and he's like, well, you know that, right? And he says, you know, it's because we grew up in different childhoods and like, you know, like I know that I'm not Virginia's number one person yet because we've only known each other a month and a half. It's like, again, I, you know, Bethany and Jason, Jason and Bethany, he really thinks that like because she has been divorced or, you know, her parents have been divorced And clearly there are other things that have gone on in her family that she doesn't want to talk about, which is totally fine. But the fact that he's judging her past and her childhood on the fact that they're not gelling in the way that he clearly wants, weird. And I really wish he would stop. I mean, I wish he would stop doing a lot of things, but this is enemy number one for me. So then they forced the couples to do like a stupid game of, you know, which couple knows each other best. And ironically, Haley and Jacob end up winning. They're acting like this is like a, a sweep, but really they won by one point, you guys. I mean, I think there were like two to three points between the teams. You know, like okay. Um of course, Jacob wants to name his team with Haley Team Harambe. Ugh. <laughs> Is it more annoying that he's so into the 80s or is it more annoying that he is like five years behind on pop culture? Because I might go for the latter. (laughs) Um, The only interesting things that we learned are that Virginia's elbows are double jointed. Uh, I don't know. Jacob's afraid of balloon animals. Uh, Brianna once accidentally stole a bottle of nail polish in high school because she and her mom were at the store and they were looking at colors and she just literally held it in her hand and didn't realize that she didn't put it back down. And then she says (laughs) that her mom told her that she was going to get arrested and she cried. Now I, when she said that at first, I thought she was like in elementary school, high school girl. (laughs) You cried. You really thought that your mom was going to call the cops on you over some nail girl. (laughs) um and then also eric says that he prefers michael jackson over prince and i have like some thoughts that i'm gonna form about that i'm probably not gonna share them with you guys but there's something about that is very telling to me and i'm not really sure why um then what else was that jacob says you know the reason why we won is because literally all we do is ask each other questions which is probably what everybody's been doing but okay um then he says like you know i'm hopeful that this is going to turn our weekend around from the fact that you practically had to wrestle your wife like when you guys are openly fighting like that from across the table in front of friends that's nasty and i don't think a couple of uh, trivia questions are going to change that jacob but i'm gonna let you have that everybody goes to bed Brianna and Vincent are supposed to go horseback riding the following day. So, you know, as we know, they get a list of activities and, or dates, if you want to call them that, um, on these trips. And clearly Brianna was the one who picked out this like beachside horseback riding. So she's excited, but we know he is not. Okay. And he's afraid of falling off the horse or of it going off control. And, He says, you know, he's always thinking about the worst case scenario. Brianna says, I just want you to be able to or I want us to be able to experience different things while we're on vacations or not. And she's like, you know, I'm sorry, I picked this activity without you. It was a surprise, but I genuinely thought it was something that you would want to do. And then Brianna says, you know, I know that Vincent doesn't like to be in uncomfortable situations, but like, I try to make the best of things. And it's like, well, that's you. (laughs) And at this point, you have seen several examples of him not doing that. So at this point, it might be on you, girl. (laughs) Um, So Vincent says he will try it, but he doesn't know how he's going to react once he gets there. So the next day, Ryan and Clara arrive in the morning and Ryan says, I hope this is like family vacation 2.0. And, you know, not like the first time when we went on our honeymoon. And, of course, we see just like a worst of, of Chris yelling at everybody and getting in that fight in the van and, you know, trying to buck up to Eric and just, you know the the common denominator just ruining everything um clara goes to change into her bathing suit and virginia's like oh you know virginia's there as she's changing and they're behind closed doors and virginia says eric did sleep in the bed with me last night and i thought that was an interesting distinction like does he not usually when you guys are fighting she does she says he slept in the bed last night but he wore all of his clothes and, you know, we kind of got into like, you know, a kind of halfway drunk argument the night before, you know, like we're both stubborn and, you know, it takes a minute for us to make up, but we're fine. We're, we're totally fine. Are you? Are you? I would have liked to see like, were cameras up for that time? We did. Couldn't we have gotten some GoPros and the... In the guest in the vacation house, I would I would have liked to see that. So then, all the girls are helping make breakfast. For some reason, Virginia is making pigs in a blanket. Okay, um, Claire asks if the other women have had people like Have you guys had pe- people ask you if you feel like you are losing yourselves in the process of getting married? Because I get that question like every day. All the girls are like, no. <laughs> Um, and Haley is like, Do you feel like you're losing yourself in the process? And Claire's like, No, not at all. I just feel like there's a specific mold that people want you to fit in once you guys get married. And you know, Ryan and I are taking our time to do things our way and at our pace. And if we take things slower, then we take things slower. It really sounds like she's trying to convince herself a lot like Virginia was just trying to tell her like oh you know we get over it we know we fight hard and we love hard okay um if you guys want to go at your own pace great but you're not going at your own pace you're going at Ryan's pace and that's the difference that's the difference (laughs) in a confessional Virginia says you know it'll always worry me that Ryan has never told anybody that he's loved them before and the fact that he is not said it to clara and he's also not giving her full intimacy like if that were me i would question ryan's feelings so then clara asks virginia you know what's going on with you and she says you know i've really never wanted a traditional marriage but eric's really stuck in what he thinks the marriage should be and we just need to learn each other and the last couple of weeks has been kind of like a regression and we also need completely different things. Like he needs physical touch and I need him to leave me alone. (laughs) And then she says, you know, we have differences and sometimes like I really want to punch him, but I still love him. And at the end of the day, we're married. So we're just going to keep pushing through because I want this relationship. And then she says, I might not like him, but I definitely love him. In a confessional, Clara says, Eric and Virginia are both really stubborn and I hope that they can figure it out because in fact, there's infatuation between them and
1: infatuation can lead to explosions. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue You can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Can Clara be an expert? Like, I would like a Clara and Amani show where they are also the coaches, like the de facto fourth coach. I would really like to see that, and I feel like we deserve it. So all the couples have, you know, a one-on-one date with each other, and Haley and Jacob go out crabbing, but we really don't see anything outside of that. Um, And then we see... Really, the only thing that we saw from that was Haley saying, you know, I'm just kind of a live-in-the-moment kind of girl, and I always try to make the best of things, so I'm gonna try to make the best of this. But then not one second did we see <laughs> if she made the best of it the world may never know so then dr pepper gave a couple of them an assignment i think we only see haley and jacob and ryan and clara do this inside assignment um they have to write nice letters to each other complimenting each other and all of that so haley goes first And she says, you know, Jacob, I think you're a genuine person. You're very loyal. You're dedicated to the things that you put your mind to. And I feel like you've achieved a lot with the house. And, you know, you did the house the way you wanted to. And you're a good dog, dad. And you're a good dad to Sophie. She really loves you, my dog. And, um, you know, I feel like you've considered my feelings in this whole process. And you've been respectful of me. And... I respect you for committing to the process. Now, I feel like that's a little bit of tooth truce and a lie, but y'all will fill out, figure out what the lie is. Um, spoiler alert, the lie is that he has not considered her feelings. Okay. Um, and also that he's not committed to the process, really, because remember when they went to their apartment for the first time and he was like, well, do you want to take a tour? Because I feel like we're not going to live here that long. <laughs> so Jacob says... In his letter that he- admires her drive and energy and motivation, and he thinks that she has a unique personality and a a drive that will serve her well in the future and doesn't that feel like your boss firing you like I think this is not the right fit for you, but I see that drive in you, and I think i you know i'm I think in the future you're going to figure it out, kid. I really do. <laughs> Um, And then he says he's inspired by her loyalty to family and friends. And Haley notes, yeah, I feel that way about you. And that's probably some of the reasons why we were matched to each other. And Jacob says, you know, it's important to remember that the same things that could have possibly brought us together are the reasons why we might clash. Like we both have these strong, strong strong-willed personalities. And then in a confessional, Jacob says, you know, when I first saw Haley, I thought that's my wife and I thought she's smart and she's strong willed. And and I feel like I've made some mistakes throughout this. And, you know, it's easy to focus on negative things and it's been rough, but I'm 39. I'm looking at 40 and I want to settle down. I want to start a family. And I'm hoping that we have more of these positive types of conversations that we just had. So moving on to Virginia and Eric. Of course, they're having alcohol. <laughs> right? like, clearly, Virginia picked that. Like, let's have a bottle of champagne. And the wackest charcuterie board that I've ever seen. It was like a couple, like a handful of those Breton crackers and like two strawberries and a couple chunks of cheese. Truly, it was pathetic. Like... Let's let's up the budget here, guys. Um, so Virginia asks, you know, how Eric's feeling about Decision Day. And he says, I just never really thought about Decision Day as the end. And I feel like it's more like a turning point. And Virginia says, well, do you actually think it's a turning point? Or is it just another day for you? And Eric says, you know, I think Decision Day is important. And Virginia says, well, to her, I guess it just doesn't really seem that important to me because... I just kind of know how it's going to go already. And Eric's like, well, I'm glad that you said that, and I hope we're on the same page. And Virginia's like, okay, well, speaking of, uh, what are you going to say on decision day? And he's like, why would I tell you that when I could tell you then? (laughs) Also, like, he probably can't give you that answer? Or can he? I don't know. Um, so then he says, you know, but I, I think you know what I'm going to say. And Virginia says, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. And Eric's like, well, I feel the same way with you. like, <laughs> Girl, why do we have to do this? <laughs> Virginia says, I would be lying if I didn't have feelings of wanting to run. But at the end of the day, we're married and it's something that I want to fight for. And I have never felt that way in my other relationships. And Eric's like, well, I don't want you to feel like you're gonna say yes just because we're married i want you to feel that way because of me and then he says you know like it's on me but i don't know a lot about about your feelings you know unless we're in a fight and i feel like you want to run and you act like you don't care at all and it hurts me and then eric says you know i just need more and I need to feel that we're, even if we're in a bad place, we're okay. And then Eric says, you know, this makeup and breakup up repeated cycle that we're doing, it doesn't work in the long run. And he's absolutely right about that. So moving on to Ryan and Clara, they go paddle boarding and Clara's like under the impression that an activity like this is going to somehow calm Ryan down. It didn't. Okay. Um, So then they get off the paddle boards and they have a little snack and it looked better than Virginia and Eric's by the way. (laughs) Maybe you guys, maybe the couples get the snacks they deserve because I looked at Brianna and Vincent's and they had like a really nice little um, plate after their horseback riding. But anyway, um, in a confessional, Clara says, you know, going into decision day, I want to hear and I love you from Ryan And so she tells him, you know, I just feel like we've made it this far as friends and you know, I didn't know if we would move past that friendship point and he gives that patented like, yeah, sure, 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 sure. But he doesn't say anything. (laughs) And then we see them, they have to write nice letters to each other like uh, Haley and Jacob did. And then so Ryan (laughs) sorry you guys, my mic fell. um ryan proposes like let's do rock paper scissors um to see who goes first but just so you know like i never lose and guess what he loses immediately and he's like well that's the first time i've ever lost ryan you're so corny that can't possibly be true um uh so he he she goes first and no, sorry, he goes first. And he starts off by saying, you know, like, I want to thank you for being patient and understanding, you know, when I think I'm right, and when I'm wrong. And I want to thank you for watching every sports game with me, even when you've had a long day. I want to thank you for letting me share my dreams and my goals and my aspirations. And, you know, probably all the gains that I'm making from CrossFit and like, you know, how I want to be able to jump into like a three foot high box and you know bench press like 400 pounds like thank you for letting me share that with you um thank you for letting me have the stupid haircut and not roasting me to hell about it because you really could um thank you for not saying anything when that box of just for me perm comes out and you know I straighten my hair. Um, you know, just I want to thank you for all of those things. All of the, you know, Black Lives Matter shirts. You make sure that they're nice and clean when I need one in hand, because that's literally all I wear. Thank you for all of that. Um, ultimately, I want to say thank you for letting me be me and loving me for it. And as we move toward the future, I promise to do the same to you and to be a place that you can call home physically and mentally know emotionally and spiritually love Ryan and then she starts to cry but just to be clear he did not say I love you okay it's a very clear distinction that we need to make um so then Clara writes starts off her letter and she says you know I was reflecting the night before on what I was going to write to you and you know I I wasn't expecting to be in a relationship where I was excited to come home to somebody after work. And, you know, most of the letters that I've written in the past have come from a place of intense hurt and frustration, places where I felt incredibly alone and couldn't understand why I was in the place I was in. And looking back at every moment of hurt and heartbreak was necessary to prepare me for you. You're kind, you're generous. You're incredibly determined. You're always making me laugh and you're holding me when I cry and you're helping me grow in every single way, every single day. I just want to thank you for listening to me and making me always feel safe and protected. You're truly everything I wanted in a husband, except for the fact that you won't fuck me or say, I love you. Um, and I want to thank you for making all of my press heartbreak work it worth it. I can't wait to see, everything the future holds for us and i can't wait to say yes on decision day and he's like oh that's sweet you know i'm glad to hear you feel that way yeah, sure yeah, sure, okay um so vincent and brianna it's time for them to go back you know go on their horseback ride and Bri- vincent's like he's not trying to do this he's like you know i've seen people get paralyzed from horses and you know and also concerned about brianna's safety and so brianna gets on her horse and you know, with the help of the, the instructors. And then the instructor goes over to Vincent and his horse to get, you know, those boxes that you step on to get on the horse and to get on the saddle. And he's like, yeah, I don't want really want, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get on it. <laughs> and so the horse is like, the instructor is like, you know, we do this all the time, you know, 10 year olds, grandmas. Okay. Just putting this into perspective to make you see that like, you're acting less mature <laughs> than a 10 year old and more fragile than a woman who probably has brittle bone disease. Okay. Um, like, can, can you try it for a minute? Just try one minute. Okay. So eventually he gets on the horse and then it's just like, I hope Brianna appreciates this now. Cause I'm stuck on a 1200 pound animal and there's no turning back um you know thank god he was able to do it with his without his usual vincent tantrum but then as soon as they get off the horse he's like i wasn't feeling that and i don't think i would do it again (laughs) he's like in the future i would like to have some input on the things that we do because this was a surprise to me and it was an unpleasant one just to be clear so then he asked brianna like where, where are you in your adventure level? Like, would you swim with sharks? And she's like, yeah, totally. And he's like, okay, well, I wouldn't. Okay. Don't surprise me with stuff like that. Like if you're going to do, try to surprise me with like bungee jumping, I'm out skydiving, not happening. Okay. Not going to happen. Brianna says in a confessional, you know, I want, I would like for my husband to go on adventures and with me and, I want somebody who wants to try new things, and I don't know if I can deal with that for the rest of my life. Okay. Okay. Well, that's something you need to think about. It's really something you need to think about. So then we see the girls all get together to talk. They're having drinks, and Virginia asks Haley how the crabbing trip went, and she says, you know, like, it was fun, but you know, we got into a little bit of an argument because according to Jacob, I had an ugly tone the day before, you know, at dinner. And Brianna and Virginia are immediately like, no girl, like, I mean you did but like, that was him too. It was not just a one-sided thing. But then she says, Haley says that the exercise of letter writing actually helped and, but it's also like two steps forward and then six steps back with them. Um, Virginia's dressed like pebbles from the Flintstones did anybody else notice that I don't know just aside something something to point out um she says you know my day was good but you know these past couple weeks have been hard because you know the first few weeks we had all me and um Eric had been sweeping things under the carpet and not talking about things that we should have and all the fights that we had been putting off, we've been having them. We've been having them in the last couple of weeks, but I feel like, you know, if we can make it through these first couple of months, we can make it through anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh, we'll see about that girl. We will see about that. Um, Brianna says, you know, I feel like I'm helping Vincent break out of his shell and, Clara says that that day was like a long day for them. And she got a little bit emotional writing the you know, letter to Ryan. And she said that this was really like highlighting the difference and the contrast between her past relationships and her one with Ryan. And it just she's like, you know, like other people used to treat me like crap. And I just felt like, he told me what I wanted to hear and you know, like I just want to feel that I'm attractive and that he does want that next level of a physical relationship with me. And then she says, you know, the fact that he just said those things to me in that letter really helped heal a lot of hurt that I had in the past. And it meant the world to me. So then Brianna asks Clara, do you think you're in love? And she's like, well, probably, but I just want that moment. To be like theirs and feel like you know you know like I feel like we're on our own path and we're taking things at our own pace, and I just feel like she said that earlier, and the lady doth protest too much for me, you know, I feel like if you're repeatedly saying the same things about that type of thing, then it's obviously weighing on you it's mm, something to think about i I feel bad for <laughs> i feel bad. So then later, everybody sits down to eat and Ryan asks everybody, like, what are y'all's plans in terms of living arrangements after decision day? And Vincent says, oh, well, Brianna's going to be moving into my apartment. And you can see her face like, am I? <laughs> and it turns out they live, I guess they both live in Buckhead, which is like, for those of you who don't know, like a pretty nice area, a suburb, of, not suburb, but like a neighborhood in Atlanta. Um, and brianna's like well, i'm just like a little bit hesitant about moving into his place because it's a one bedroom and he's like well my lease goes up in april so you know at that point we'll find something else so ryan says that he and claire are both doing sort of like some kind of sports draft thing for the items that they have in their home that they really want to keep but they have decided that out of those five things that they get to pick they get to ve- The other one gets to veto one thing. So Clara has this neon sign that le- says, let's make poor decisions, like P-O-U-R. And Ryan has an art piece that Clara doesn't want. She's like, it's fine. Like, first of all, he got a little finicky about, she said that it's a print. And he's like, no, it's an original. It's vector art. Okay. Um, and they're like, well, what is it? And he's like, well, it's vector art of these, like, kids and they're dressed up like superheroes. And Jacob's like, yeah, I mean, talking about little kids dressed up in costumes. Like, I probably wouldn't want that in my bedroom either. <laughs> like, sounds pretty weird, dude. <laughs> um, And then Virginia says, you know, my plan or our plan, well, my plan is that I'm not going to be moving into Eric's place. But, you know, my leak lease goes up in January I'll probably move back in with my family go back home he's going to be working for a while and it just doesn't really I don't know what the point would be of staying in his house if he's not going to be there um Eric says you know like I don't like that to the surprise of absolutely no one (laughs) and he says you know it feels like a regression and Haley's like well Are you guys going to start house hunting? And Virginia's like, that's a good question. Meaning, Eric, you're the one who owns your home, so you're really the one who's going to have to start taking those steps towards renting your place out.
2: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
1: Moonpig.com
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods,
0: So then Eric turns to Virginia and he's like, well, do you expect me to spearhead this whole situation? And she's like, well, no, but I've been asking you to start the process of renting your place out and you haven't done it. So he's like, well, you know, like things have been a little bit crazy right now. And do you expect me to have this done in like a month? And she's like, well, no, but you have four months until my lease is up. So I do expect it to be done by then. So then Eric says, you know, I'm not one to give ultimatums but the fact that virginia you know says this is like a very concerning thing like she's giving me an ultimatum and now i'm concerned um you don't do uh roll roll the tape back roll the tape back because you deal in absolutes all the time and maybe they're not like ultimatums they're really more demands and that's not really any better, is it? <laughs> um, so Vincent says, well, okay, well, what are you guys going to do if uh, Eric hasn't rented out the place by the end of the lease? And she's like, great question. <laughs> so she basically says that moving into this place is not ideal, mostly because she has, you know, two cats and a dog. The cats don't move well. He's allergic to the cats and Eric's like, well, you know, it's just more logical for you to move into my place because I own it. Then um, Clara says to Eric, you know, if Virginia is going to concede on moving to your place, then what concessions are you going to make? And Eric's like, I'll give her whatever she wants. And I told her that. And Clara's like, okay, but do you have, like, tangible things that you're going to do to meet her halfway? Or are you just saying, I'll do whatever and then acting like this? (laughs) So Jacob tries to suggest, like, can you find a space in the house for the cats? And Eric's like, I have a spare bedroom and Virginia's like I'm not gonna lock them up in a bedroom and Jacob's like yeah well like you know maybe you have like a basement space or something you know uh, a backyard beach or maybe you could put them in the sauna or the weight room like do you have anything of those because I do remember remember I have that um and then Eric snaps basically and says you know Virginia won't meet me in the middle and it has to be her way and that's it (laughs) laughable absolutely laughable now granted they're both stubborn people and I will uh, you know roast Virginia for that later but to act like he he just acts like he's completely like a victim of Virginia and that he's doing everything perfect and he is the perfect model husband and she's like this completely unwilling and unrelenting woman who wants whatever she wants and does not want to give it, okay. Okay. You both are. That's the problem. You're both bad. Just like Jacob and Haley, y'all are both not relenting, and you're both being passive-aggressive towards each other. It just looks a little different to you guys. Um, so, in a confessional, Clara says, you know, all of the wives have been single for a long time, and it can be difficult to go from being very single to very married. And you know that can create a small fear of commitment so then at the table because you can hear everybody's talking but it's zoomed in on them and he's like whispers to her like virginia i was willing to give you everything like whatever you wanted there at the house i said it to you a hundred fucking times (laughs) and then she says well not really because every time i bring things up the things that i need you say no to me and he starts shaking his head and she's like, I'm just telling you that's what it feels like. And he's like, Well, that's not what I said. Like, don't tell me what I've said when I haven't said that. Okay. <laughs> so then they go to bed. They go to bed. And Virginia's like, you know, don't get mad at me about my cat. Like, you haven't even met them yet. And, you know, then she brings up the fact that her cats sleep with her. She's like, Oh, you know, one sleeps on my legs and the other one's like right on my chest. And and remember Eric is allergic to the cats, so it's not unfair of him to say, um, that's probably not gonna work for me, and maybe I don't want to take allergy medicine every night so that you can have a cat up on your titties. You know? (laughs) Like, can we compromise by closing the door when we go to bed? Which she acts like is such a ridiculous request. And here's what I don't like, Virginia, is that she picks the worst battles. She picks... The worst things to put her foot down on and be stubborn about, and I, then I have to say that Erica's right, and I hate that she does that to me <laughs> because I want to be on her side at all times because the man is an asshole. But I mean, there's so much material, look at the material and get, put your foot down on something that matters because you go into thirsty Thursdays every week and you not wanting to, um, you know, you're acting like the cats are just, you know, I can't do anything about this when you can, you absolutely can. <laughs> um, she's like, I don't know what you expect for me to do. You know, they do whatever the fuck they want and I'm not going to lock them out of the a bedroom and he's like it's not like i'm trying to be a dick about this like i'm literally allergic to cats <laughs> she's like i'm not i'm not gonna lock them out of the bedroom i suggest you just take allergy medicine and so in a confessional eric says you know there's really no empathy from her at all and you can't do that in a marriage and, and he's like certain you know there ways about compromise and like she's just not willing to meet me in the middle and I don't know what to do with that with decision day coming up me either so we're on the final day we really didn't see like a whole lot of them I as like a group and I wonder why that is like we all we really saw of them was like maybe breakfast when Ryan and Clara showed up but not really much so It's the final morning. We see Jacob packing up and leaving. Clearly it's very early. It's still dark out. He takes some meat out of the refrigerator (laughs) and puts it in a to-go bag. Does he need raw meat that badly that he's willing to travel five hours back home with it? That's got to be against USDA regulations. Surely. Right? Because it's not like he had a cooler or anything, and it wasn't frozen. He got it out of the refrigerator, I'm pretty sure. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Absolute yuck. So, in the bed the next day, Virginia's like, You know, I'm nervous about decision day because our communication's not great, and, you know, we need to work on that every day because it's been a struggle. And Eric says, I want to make you happy. I really do. Like, we've been through so much in such a little time. And we need to remember that. And we need to give each other a chance and see where we're going to go. And I think it'll be better than we ever imagined. (sighs) It it won't be. It won't be. But okay. (laughs) Virginia's like, I just hope that we can find a place that's prep friendly and works for both of us. And Eric's like, I just don't regret anything. Because I think it makes us better. And I just want us to be on the same team. Y'all aren't even in the same stadium. Okay. Not even in the practice field. You're not even in the same division. <laughs> yeah, like, I, even if. I, no. I mean that's the end of my sports analogies. Because you know, I'm, I'm surprised I got that many out frankly. They're not. And they're, they won't. And it's not. And it isn't. Okay. Um so then we see Brianna in the confessional. She's like, you know, even though things are going great between me and Vincent, it's not all rainbows and fairy tales all the time. And, you know, making this decision, I know that like we have a lot to take into consideration. I like I'm spending a lifetime with a person that I just made met eight weeks ago. And then she kind of looks around like it just hit her like damn (laughs) like i'm just hearing the words that came out of my mouth and uh ooh, yeah that's a lot so then brianna is asking vincent like did you like the trip and he's like yeah i mean i didn't like that horse and like how big it was and also he ruined my jays didn't like that (laughs) so brianna says you know like i feel like that trip was needed because there's a lot on everybody's mind with decision day coming up and and it's like, you know, I'm happy to get back to regular life. I'm happy to start working out again cuz earlier he said he's gained 18 pounds since this whole thing started. And he's like, you know, we'll I'll, we'll get back to our grind, go to work. Uh you're going to be moving into my apartment and Brianna says, "You seem really sure about me moving in." So, apparently we cut back to Brianna in a confessional and she says I'm not really sure why Vincent assumed that I was going to be moving into his apartment and I'm not just going to get run over by him like because we're on the same level (laughs) I'm thinking that he they had had this conversation before but apparently they had not interesting Um, so at the end of the episode Haley's getting ready to leave and she goes into Jacob's room Jacob? Jake, looking in the closet, looking in the bathroom, all his stuff's gone. Turns out he just left and didn't say anything. So she goes over to say goodbye to Virginia and Eric and she's like, I guess Jake left? And Eric's like, yeah, I was up pretty early and he was gone at that point. So he must have left real early. And... She's like, you know, I thought we were getting on better footing, but now I don't know what's happening. Like, why didn't he tell me that he was leaving? Great question. You couldn't send a text? And I'm positive that this is his way of getting her back because when they got there, he said, oh, you didn't tell me when you were leaving and on your way. So now this is like a tit for tat. And so he's like, oh, well, she didn't tell me when she was leaving to come here. So I'm not going to tell her when I'm leaving. Ew. I'm... I would put money on the fact that that was his way of thinking. And it's like, is it, what is this all for? You know, (laughs) you guys are never, I mean, y'all didn't have a chance of hell anyway, but like even more so. God. So we end the episode in bed with Ryan and Clara and Ryan mentions that decision day is coming up and Clara's like, "Uh, are you nervous about that? And he's like, no, not really. So Clara says in a confessional, you know, I'm happy that our fe- that my feelings are being reciprocated and I feel like Ryan loves me. So Ryan in a confessional says, you know, I just feel like a pressure to say I love you and I hope Clara isn't hurt by that because I'm not ready. So she's feeling all kinds of hope. And he's saying, that ain't going to happen, girl. We're nine days out from decision day. And I feel pretty confident that if he thought that this was going to happen by then, he would have said as much, you know? <laughs> I think uh, I, that's that's really tough. I mean, what do you do? Because, like, if he's not ready to say it, then he's not ready. But are you not ready because you don't feel that way? Or are you not ready because, you're like, you're afraid of your emotions? That would be my question. But then... Clara says, you know, like, I think Ryan's vulnerable when he's prompted and I think that we love each other in the friendship way, but that's not the same as I'm in love with you and I want that pretty badly. So the very end of the episode is her telling Ryan, you know, I know you appreciate me, but it's always nice to hear it. Like, I'm, thank you for saying those nice things in that letter, like moving forward even if you know that I know how you feel about me, I would like you to express that. So my question is we love when she says we love each other in a friendship way, but um, that that's not the same as I love you. That kind of leads me to believe that she's not in love with him either. And this isn't like a, even though she said, I think to the girls the other way or the other episode, like, I love I love him, but I'm waiting for him to say it first. I don't think she is. Because she's now multiple times brought up the fact that they love each other in a friendly way. So if that's how you feel, you can't really require him to say I love you. If you are not in love with him. I'm confusion. And with that, I guess we'll see what happens next week. You guys were asking me if I was going to watch the Undateables or Unmatchable uh, spinoff. No. No. I've, I've seen enough of the commercials to say, not for me. So, um, good luck to all of you guys on that journey. I will pass. Thank you. I'm like Vincent on the horse. No, no ma'am. I don't want to ruin my shoes. So, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to give me a five star review on Apple Podcasts, I would literally love that so much. Thank me for speaking. Bye.